Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Football's right around the corner. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And with the NFL returning, DraftKings is giving new customers $200 in free bets instantly when you bet $1 or more on any football game. Listen up because you don't want to miss this. Head to DraftKings Sportsbook app now and place a bet of $1 or more on any week one game to receive $200 in free bets instantly. If Sportsbook is not yet available in your state, DraftKings still has huge cash prizes up for grabs all season long with their daily fantasy contests. And for one week, DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at $1 million top prize. Nothing adds to the excitement of watching a game quite like having a free shot at a million dollar top prize, right? So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THP and receive $200 in free bets when you place a $1 bet on any football game. And get a free shot at a million dollar top prize with your first deposit. That's promo code THP and for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only. Minimum of $5 deposit, $1 wager required. One per customer restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problems call 1-800-GAMBLER or in Indiana. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 77, season 2 of Red Wings Rant, where tirades and impassioned pleas about your Detroit Red Wings finally have a home. Today, we're going to be doing, as Mike just said, best way to describe this, a long episode. <laughs> we're going to count down the top 10 Red Wing prospects you should know, including a uh, pretty long list of honorable mentions. Uh, but basically, th- this this is complicated because uh, as, as we saw today, uh, we had Corey Pronman put out his uh, rankings, uh, I guess now he's up to number nine, which would be the Red Wings spot, but his rankings across the NHL uh, for uh, for the uh, incoming talent pool. So like the the prospects and uh, what he gave was was like a, a ranking of each player. And I, I would base that or his ranking on the idea of how high their ceiling is, like how good can this prospect be uh, just Quick example is Mort Sider, he said, is like elite talent. Uh, Lucas Raymond is first line guy, kind of stuff like that. So today what we're talking about are the 10 Red Wings prospects that are going to be making the biggest difference this upcoming season. 
So I'm talking about guys that have their uh, ELC signed. We're talking about guys that are going to be <clears throat> debuting in the NHL, guys that could on the uh, maybe a good training camp uh, be starting uh, for the Detroit Red Wings, or we could see them uh, by the end of the season. Uh, and there's a good chunk of these guys are just going to be playing for the Grand Rapids Griffins this year. And some of the honorable mentions are some of the guys that uh, could actually get that uh, contract signed by the end of the season, and they could see themselves in Grand Rapids. So uh, there, there's a lot of different things going on here, uh, but just had to get that out of the way because this is not necessarily a ranking, even though that is sort of figured into the thought process. This isn't just a ranking of who's the best prospect we have. It's, it's a ranking of who's going to make that biggest difference this season. So uh, you could maybe make an argument, Mike, that Sebastian Kosa is going to make a huge difference where he's playing this year. But, uh, Mike, he did not make our list. He didn't make our top ten list. He didn't make the honorable mentions list because he just doesn't fit with what this list is all about. So I'm, I'm talking about these guys that have our contracts with uh, the Detroit Red Wings organization. And, um, yeah, I, I think everybody will start to get the gist once we, we jump in. Mike? Uh, how are things going uh, over there for you? Looks like you got a cat walking across your keyboard. Yep, we uh, got a cat. He's uh, he's real excited to be here, friend of the show. Uh, hey, Brennis. Brennis, how you doing? How you doing? Uh, performance art. Hola. What a wonderful thumbnail that is. Oh, ESPN has this ranked as the most improved team in the uh, Atlantic. Um, hmm. Wow. Well, it took was uh, buying out Franz Nielsen. That's all it took. Hey, you uh, get rid of those negative numbers. Quite a quite an upgrade there in the old win column, huh? Uh, good to see everybody already. Um, so, Mike, if you're ready to jump in, I know you your your eyes kind of blew up there at the end when I mentioned that uh, Sebastian Cosa is not a part of this ranking. Uh, with how I think because uh, I, I just want to talk about him all the time. Um, there's nothing I like more than when a team has a second first round pick, but like you said, the criteria here is who's going to actually have a chance at, you know, making the roster this year. And if Costa makes it, Matt, this would be waters. I, I don't think anyone, uh, outside of Ahab has, has ever, um, traversed. So I, I don't, uh, I don't foresee that either. I'm just sad because I like any excuse to talk about uh, Sebastian or Bash, as we're going to call him. Uh, this is uh, Brennis with the poor Franz uh, performance art. Wish we had bought out Franz two years ago. <laughs> it makes a difference. Um, I, and I'll throw in there too, like uh, for some, I think I threw this in the 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 YouTube description. Uh, for some of these guys, like it's going to be post trade deadline. It's going to be injuries have stacked up, but we're we're talking about guys that could do well in Grand Rapids too. So there, there's a lot of things mixed in here. But basically, if uh, if you're going to make a difference, it's going to happen in the mitten. Uh, I, I like putting it that way. Uh, but yeah, basically a couple of guys here too that, um, you know. Uh, I would say haven't gotten their shot yet or pretty close. Uh, maybe did pretty well in their intro, their debut to professional hockey. Of course, making the leap either from uh, the collegiate side, uh, the junior side. I think some people already know where, where we're starting with this stuff. But um, the fun thing here is that, um, oh, here we go. This is, this is how we kind of want to start. Um, this will be our tease because I was about to lead into 
uh, the names and how we want to break this down is we're actually going to go one, two, three, four, five, because I'm pretty sure a lot of people could guess who the top five Red Wings prospects are. Uh, they could do it off the back of their hand. And uh, here's a little tease if you guys are watching on YouTube. Uh, just a couple of guys that are driving. Uh, they were driving on 94 earlier today. I tweeted about it. Lucas Raymond and Jonathan uh, Bergren driving together. So <laughs> they, they are going to make my top five here. So that's how we want to break this down is go one to five. Uh, we'll throw in some honorable mentions and then we'll go uh, six through ten. And um, Mike, you, you mentioned this could be a long episode. I, I think this could be a short one, too. I, I'll, I'll say that's where my head's at right now is that this could actually be pretty short because we're we're just we're breaking down these guys and a lot of, you know, like we already know who they are kind of thing. Um, so there isn't much to say besides like, how are they going to break through? How are they going to actually make it to the team? Or do they already have a spot locked up? So Mike, if, uh, if you're ready, we can jump yeah. in. I think I know our... who number one's going to be Matt. Do you, do you, should I, should I do it all dramatically or do you want to, do you want to make your guess? Cause we could do that for the full list. If you haven't taken a look at it yet. Matt, in a swerve hitherto undreamt of, not since CM Punk's debut at AEW. Matt, at number one, I bet you have Sebastian Cosa. No. All right. No. That was, I was all ready to hit you the swerve to me, too. huh? That's how you're going to cool. swerve me. All right. Is it probably Mo Sider? Oh, of course, it's Mo Sider. Uh, yeah. The six foot three, 209 pound right shot defenseman. Um, I mean, there's so many different ways to break this down. Um, our, our boy, Scott Wheeler, who was friend of the show, um, he actually broke him down pretty uh, similarly to Prondman. But when he gets the puck at the offensive zone blue line, uh, he's looking to make things happen. Uh, and, and I like the mention, too, this is uh, very particular in the detail of his offensive side of the game is that he's uh, a fan of the give and go play and he'll activate on his own, and he'll also go in alone. So those three particulars are what help him stand out on the offensive side. But it's Corey Proudman who released his rankings today for all these boys. Um, what he said was that you you actually aren't going to, or you shouldn't, expect elite-level offense from Ward Sider, uh, but he's going to be an elite-level defenseman because of the elite-level defensive side he'll bring so it'll be a high level of offense elite level defensive side and it's just going to be one of those top two-way defensemen um he'll, he'll be one of the top two-way defensemen in the league uh and it's it's just exciting all around i mean mike when we were putting together our rosters i, I figured him into some power play opportunities this year and uh a lot of people have, have pegged him when you you start the calder conversation a lot of people are already throwing in more insiders so I think we can be some of us already thrown them in uh, in the Norris discussion. You know, it's uh, it's been one hot season overseas, and uh, we're ready to anoint this guy. Bring him in. So, Matt, I think a lot of these, yeah, I think a lot of these guys were just <laughs> trying to figure out. All right, we got to get three or four boo boos, and you know, maybe they have a hot week in camp, and maybe they're lighting it up for Grand Rapids. But cider, my God, Matt, uh, I, I, he's already probably our best defenseman. And Lock he's played zero games. Um, <laughs> so uh, no pressure, Mo. Um, hopefully uh, hopefully it pans out. Because I know uh, we're, we're pretty giddy with anticipation over here, Matt. And uh, couple he's little got ditties, a spot. A couple little ditties I didn't get into yet uh, either. We won't really get yeah. into. But don't forget the uh, Elite Prospects SHL Defenseman of the Year. 
also finished uh, for fifth most goals and tied for ninth uh, most points among all defensemen in the league. Rookie defenseman in the SHL. Boy amongst men. <laughs> Destroying. I, uh, the only thing, my only gripe with this is, uh, was that head coach Cam Abbott on Cider? He's just unbelievable. He's got a great balance between being serious in his approach, fully mature. But, I mean, it's it's crazy. He's not a robot. I mean, he's personable. He's fun. He's cracking jokes. He's out there balancing being loose and goofy and also dialing it in. Um, I, I don't know, Matt. I, I feel like I'm at his funeral already. You know, I, I let's let's see if he's actually funny. Let's do that. All right. We know he's going to be pretty good at hockey before we give Cam Abbott, you know, benefit of the doubt. Let's let's give him a tight five here. I can't wait to see some interviews, see if he's actually funny. And this is why I love our live videos is because we do get uh, performance art thrown in there. Just making sure everybody knows, you know, uh, let's let's all come in with a level head. Uh, it's exciting as hell. But if he has a tough couple of years, it's not a bust. That is a, a fantastic point. But of course, uh, when he wins the Calder Trophy, you know we're we're still gonna feel pretty good about it. There's just... only one Calder Trophy, though, guys. We gotta slow down. <laughs> He'll be the first two-time Calder Trophy. All right, um, Mike, number two, and I, I hope this is going to really put it in perspective where this list is going for everybody. Um, I went through a lot of different titles for this list, but I, I think I settled on the on the best one here. Uh, and this this will sort of define it because we have some top-level prospects coming through the system this year. Mike mentioned some guys on 94. I-94 earlier today. Uh, yeah. This was not one of those guys. Uh, but I so do they're on their he, way to Chicago. <laughs> I think he's got a, I think he's got a roster spot locked in. So where we're saying this guy's going to make the biggest difference for the Detroit yeah. Red Wings. We're talking about some you know, like some hardcore minutes this year. That's number two, Joe Valeto, 6'1", 194-pound center. Pick number 30 out of the 2018 draft. Uh, scored his first NHL goal last year, Mike, and uh, three points in four games with Grand Rapids. They just they saw those three points. They're like, get him up there. He's ready. But yeah, uh, uh, don't don't forget about the 20 points, um, 46 games for the Melmo Redhawks, of course, also a part of the SHL. Um, it's just it, it was a productive season for a guy that uh, is <laughs> – you know, fish out of water. Uh, you, you shouldn't expect a guy just to immediately go to a completely different league and do well. And and I'd say it worked out pretty well for him. And it's one of those things, too. He started out slow and then uh, finished pretty hot. So once he started getting used to things, it, it got even better for him. Yeah, I, uh, I think, you know, this description here, um, our boy Scott Wheeler, just saying, you know, Vlado, not not super flashly. Uh, flashly. He's not Bobby Flashly out there. Um He's not flashly, uh, but skilled, right, at creating opportunities more, at least right now. Um, looks like he might be more of a defensive center. I know we've we've projected him to maybe be on some penalty kill lines, um, either the first or second one, especially with uh, some recent departures of, uh, you know, my boy Glenn Denning, uh, Darren Helm uh, going afloat. Um, so that might be a really easy spot for Valeno to have a, a, a job um, and a lot of ice time. Um you know, because there, there will be penalties. So we need somebody to go out there and kill them. So again, Matt, the way this criteria, you set it up where is this not just a prospect we're super excited about, but is it somebody who is going to have an obvious role, an obvious job? And for Valeno, pretty easy to see him being on that third line. Pretty, pretty feasible to see him killing penalties uh, for the Red Wings this year. Right, and that's where diehard uh, Red Wings fans coming in, making sure we remember that Lucas Raymond does have more potential than Joe Valeno. We, I mean, 
absolutely. This is uh, Lucas, who we're going to bring up in this list. Uh, we just figure Joe for this upcoming season is probably going to have uh, more ice time when it comes down to it uh, by the end of the year. So that's how he gets ranked number two, because this isn't necessarily, again, everybody, just to recap, not a ranking of who's the best prospect, just uh, top 10 Red Wings prospects to keep your eye on this year. Uh, so that's that's right. I, I got to come in with the reminder because I knew this was going to be confusing. Um, but Die Hard, nailing it. Like I said, I think this could be a quick episode. Uh, yeah. <laughs> number three coming in, uh, Lucas Ray. Now, <clears throat> I, I said part of this was we were going to break down. Um, well, let me get through the details. Five foot ten, 183 pounds. We know he was picked for in the 2020 draft. Six goals, 11 assists, and 30 games for uh, for Londa last year. And, of course, Mike, getting his first opportunity to drive the Detroit roads today with uh, Jonathan Bergman earlier today. Now, this is where it, it, it could get a little confusing because I don't necessarily think Lucas is getting into the starting role. But as you'll see, Mike, as we go down this list, um, these most of these guys are, are going to be kind of iffy in regards to actually landing a role with the Red Wings this year, once you know, in October. But I, I think once Lucas gets that shot with the Red Wings, I think he's going to be great. But a lot of this, too, with this ranking comes into mm-hmm. play. We're, we're all going to be watching Lucas down in Grand Rapids, too. I think that's where most of his play is going to be this year. And I think I think our boy's going to knock it out of the park. Matt, you putting him at number three is is fun, but also a, a scary thought because we know he's got a lot of work to do to really like you know round out his game, um, you know work on his defense, things like that. But when this Red Wing team is uh, once again averaging about two goals a game, uh, we're gonna need a little some something to uh, put a little spice in that Red Wing soup. Um, I, I don't I don't know who's really gonna score goals for this team. We got Verana, right? We got him. Uh, we'll have Bertuzzi for like 30 games and, uh, maybe the Fabreister. Uh, but, uh, Matt, if, if we want to get some calls, I think this might be a spot where we're like, whoo, uh, Lucas, we're going to go ahead and bite the bullet defensively and just see if you can, you know, figure out NHL defensemen, get out there and score some goals, kid. So, uh, this is another guy where I, I definitely see him having a role, uh, once we're in the bottom of the league offensively again, pending. Uh, EP40 watch, Matt, as we continue to keep an eye on Vancouver. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I do see, like, if if there's going to be some more trades coming up this year, you got to figure a winger like <clears throat> Fabry might be on the move. And where we talk about making space for these guys by the end of the season, at least, you know, fa- the Fabry conversation will exist for anybody that might be upset by that comment. Um, so there's going to be a winger that's going to need to fill in uh, for him at that point, because I'm not placing Fabry as a center on any of my uh, lines coming up this year. And I, I just, once that, those spots need to be filled again. I, I think that uh, if if Lucas is having a pretty good year, if there are some injuries that are piled up, I, I definitely want to see him for a couple of games this year. And I think that that still fits the, the Iser plan where he did say he's not going to let these guys play like eight minutes a night. But if there's there's an obvious uh, opportunity there, I, I would absolutely take it after the trade deadline. That's probably uh, for most of these guys on this list, how the rest of it's going to go after my number four pick. And he wasn't showing up today, Mike, on anybody's list that was coming out where uh, Corey Priman put out his list of uh, Red Wings prospects. Uh, Prashant Dyer played the game real quick. He just rolled out his 15 on Twitter. Uh, but Chase is not 
on anybody's list because he's not under 23. And that's where all those lists were mm. uh, starting. We're that's talking about Chase Pearson, Mike. Um, of course, with the beautiful Jurassic Park uh, Grand Rapids Griffins jersey there, which I once I saw that, once I did I the Google am extremely uh, jealous of that. I would really like one of those in tint. So this is, uh, Mike, this is a 2015 draft pick. Pick 140. Uh, probably the most fun little detail or trivia piece from Chase Pearson's uh, life, if I may. Uh, grew up in Atlanta. So, Mike, the Atlanta Thrashers did some good. They created Chase Pearson. He became a huge uh, Atlanta Thrashers fan and a huge hockey fan. If you guys go do some research on Chase, you know, but what, what is what, the point of having a professional hockey team in Atlanta to make Chase? Pearson. And the owner said, if we can inspire one kid, <laughs> one kid. if we can inspire one little boy and Chase Pearson was that little boy. Look at him now, mom. He's got a dinosaur jersey on. Woo! So he gets the four spot because I do think there's a significant opportunity here for Chase. Um, he's been in Grand Rapids for a few years. Uh, I mean, the collegiate years Since were the very... the Jurassic area. <laughs> yeah. Did I say area? I meant era, but you guys get it. All right. Yeah. So. Um, I, I think he has a, a significant opportunity here in training camp and at the start of the season to at least be on that the opening night roster. I. I'm not I'm not penning him in into the fourth or third or fourth line yet, but I mean that's that's where this boy fits. And uh, when we go through all these names here, you're going to hear a lot of poundage that is under a lot of times under 180. I mean Chase is he's a big boy. He's ready to go. Uh, and again, six foot two, 201 pounds. Um, but where where his game is is going to be most, um, I guess successful for us is going to be in those grinding areas. And that's where that big body is going to come into play. And that, if anybody is, is thinking this is something uh, again, where we're ranking chase Pearson over um, some of the other names who haven't been mentioned yet. I, I just think chase, since he has that opportunity to lock something in for the opening night that he, he has that better opportunity to make a difference in some of these other prospects this upcoming yes. season. So chase sure. Isn't going to be locking up a, a middle six. He's not going to be locking up a top line position here, but in, in that fourth line, Chase could finally be making that, that the, the reason you drafted him, the reason that he's stuck around in Grand Rapids, he could finally be making that career move uh, to the big leagues and um, shoot, you know, be, become the chase. He always he, meant, meant yeah, to be. He's got, uh, he's got a Red Wing call up written all over him. There's nothing the Red Wings like more than a prospect that's long in the tooth. And bring that twenty-three-year-old Pearson up here, man. He's 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 got a little experience at center. Uh, we know we're going to be at the bottom of the league at scoring goals and probably winning faceoffs. So Pearson, get out there, you big six-two, two hundred-pound hunk, you. And if there's any year that it was supposed to be his opportunity, um, I do like this little ditty too of uh, his his little trivia as we move along here. Uh, 22 points in 28 games for Grand Rapids. Also, 22 points in 59 games in 2019-2020. So clearly, Chase did take a huge step uh, forward. And I think, if anything, that he he needs to get that look. He is, this might be like that last-ditch effort, that last chance to see what we can get out of Chase. But yeah. um, Do you like think said, he'll request uh, he, to only play 22 NHL games so he can get 22 points again? Yeah. <laughs> Point of night, baby. Give me that five-year mortgage contract. Woo! Matt, this guy, I think, uh, is probably the most fun, realistic name in your top five. Um, and and I, 
I'm not counting Sider. That's that's gonna. I don't even know how we can still call him a prospect the way we've put so many hopes and dreams into this guy. I, man, he no, hasn't played a game yet, so he's I, played I zero NHL games, none. But he's already the best player since Nicholas Listra. <laughs> but man, at number five, as far as realistic call-ups who are gonna have a job uh, because they've been sizzling, they've been sizzling uh, in that SHL. Uh, Matt, it's your boy, Hala, Jonathan Berggren. Matt, the people are in Detroit. You know we've uh, we've been in the wake of uh, Hurricane Ida, and uh, the moisture's not going away anytime soon with all the salivating we have over this guy. <laughs> I hope you've got uh, flood insurance, Matt. Um, I, I, you know, we got we we got the metrics here, right? The forty-five and forty-nine games um, in the SHL. Um, his contributions in the playoffs uh, over there. And um, I, this is the kind of prospect I think Red Wings fans really like because uh, he's got the stick handling ability, right? He's got that talent with the puck. Um, but Matt, what made you put him on this five? How did he, how did he crack above the six, seven, eight, nine, tens? Well, I think for me, this is, this is something uh, if, if you take a look at, how like Scott Wheeler uh, defined him, Corey Pradman too, both looking at a highly skilled playmaker here, but this, this is another one where he makes the top five. Cause I, I think out of the, the five guys that we have mentioned have the best, uh, maybe the best chances of actually wearing a Red Wing Jersey this year. Again, a lot of things have to come into play. I think Bergeron for me just is at number five and not number three, because I think the excitement level or, or the skill is going to be a little bit higher for Lucas Raymond than it is Jonathan Bergeron. And I think there's a lot there for Bergeron, but a lot of the things that people are iffy on are, you know, skating, physicality. And it's, it's because he's playing in a smaller league like the SHL and he's been very successful over there, but um, you know, that's, that's where he gets ranked at number five. But, uh, you know, instead of number four, number three, I, I just think the chances of, of uh, you know, Chase Pearson getting ice time over Bergeron, again, the roles would be different, but the the ice time, the effect that those two names are going to have on the upcoming season, I think there's more opportunity for Chase than there is for Bergeron. I think he's pretty solid in Grand Rapids at the start of the season, unless he really blows our socks off in training camp. Um, but that, again, isn't even a slight to Bergeron. Uh, because I still expect to see him by the end of the year. I still expect to see that uh, that wing wheel on his chest. Um, it's just not something I expect to see right at the start of the year. So that's how he fits in the top five is that I do expect to see him there, but just don't have the same excitement level I do for Lucas Raymond, even though you and I have been touting him since you know the beginning of last season because we had nothing else to talk about. I, I, I love the guy, but um, I try to come in, you know, if we're going to be timid, with Moritz Sider and keep mentioning he hasn't played a game yet, then I, I really got to pull it back with Bergeron because he's <laughs> really fun to watch in the SHL and Frolunda. Uh, but um, our Bergeron wasn't playing for Frolunda. What the hell am I saying? <laughs> You're on a roll, man. Sounds good. I know. Uh, but yeah, to go back to Scott Wheeler's uh, thoughts on him, talent level with the puck is undeniable. He can extend the play. Uh, he will create space and offense when others would uh, wave the white flag. Um, and he does mention that even though the game is less physical and that's the transition uh, Berger needs to make, he does have a stocky build. So he hasn't necessarily used it yet is Scott Wheeler's, I guess, assessment. Uh, yeah. But it's there. So five foot 11, 183 pounds. If he needs to use the body to make plays, he should 
learn how to do that. And that's where that playing time in Grand Rapids is going to come uh, and maybe push them up into the, the main club. All right. So, Mike, I, I, this is really confusing the way I wanted to set this up, but I figured these top five guys weren't really a surprise for anybody. That sounds right. So now All we're right. going to go into the honorable mentions and then go through six through ten. All right, let's... We're going to Tarantino this shit. So we're going to do <laughs> one to five and then some middle stuff. And then we're going to finish out the list again. So, so uh, th- real quick, for anybody that is... Uh, hopefully John Travolta is still alive at the end, but go ahead. Trying to fantasy book six through ten. It's not going to feature any of these five guys. Um, Damn it. Now, oh, spoiler to start, alert. To start from the right side because of where my notes are... Uh, uh, listed out here. Uh, Kirill Tuchayev, uh, we talked about him a couple of weeks ago because he did sign that contract to be with the Grand Rapids Griffins. Now, interesting enough, Mike, we talked about uh, these guys who are on our top 10 list all have an entry-level contract signed with the Detroit Red Wings. So, Kirill doesn't necessarily have that. Um, he is signed with the Grand Rapids Griffins, uh, so that's where he gets this honorable mention nod. I, I think for this, um, you got to go back just there's two reasons he's he's on this list. One is the 114 points he did in 2017-18, uh, which was near record-breaking uh, for uh, your Kantenberg in Russia for the U18 league. The other yeah. reason he's this far down on the list is because he's five foot nine, 146 pounds, Mike. So this is just going to be a name you want to keep an eye on for the rest of the year. Not not really going to sniff the league. Not going to. Uh, I, I would expect not going to even get a ton of ice time in Grand Rapids, but he's going to get a lot of opportunity to learn. No, uh, I think Robert he only Ma- makes it if he starts uh, drinking some of that Grand Rapids beer. We got to beef you out, bud. Uh, <laughs> Robert uh, Master Simone is uh, next on this list, and I, I got to run through these guys a little bit quicker. Um, center and left wing, labeled as a work ethic guy. Uh, he makes plays with skill, but can't create separation with speed. Uh, Mike, sound like uh, Henrik Zetterberg, maybe? Just throwing that I, one out. I uh, I I just want to. I just don't want him to make it to the NHL because I feel bad for the poor guy who has to stitch all the lettering on the back of that jersey. It's a lot of letters. Took a lot of work to put this graphic together. Uh, right. Master Simone and Chitaya right next to each other. Next one, Elmer <laughs> Soderblom, six foot eight, two hundred thirty-eight pound. Elmer Soderblom. We all love him. Uh, he actually made it to number nine on uh, Pronman's list of the top. I forget how many names he had on there, like 25 names on his list. Number nine in the Red Wings prospect pool, according to Corey Proudman. Uh, probably, like, at the very best, would finish out this year in the SHL if he lands some ice time and just blows everybody's socks off, uh, then he might I, land in Grand Rapids before the Grand Rapids season ends. I got to say, this is probably one of the most exciting prospects in Detroit sports history. I know he's not most cider, but Matt, there's something about the giant man. You know, whether you're talking about Giant Gonzalez, <laughs> while you're talking about Boban Marjanovic, Matt, if six foot eight Elmer Soderblom can make it to the Red Wings, that will be must see television because everybody loves a giant. And Matt, if this guy can just figure out skating just a little bit, I know his skating. It's going to look like, uh, you know, that one Ent who had his head lit on fire trying to, you know, get over to the fresh water before he, you know, burned to death. But hopefully Elmer can figure it out Ent style and stop Sodomon. So I'm, I'm really pulling for this guy. Um, please make it. And again, man, he's in our honorable mentions because the likelihood of him playing for the Red Wings this season, incredibly low, but would be incredibly exciting. 
and he's gigantic. So maybe. I and I'm I'm I I will say he will not play for the Red Wings this year, next year, very small chance. Uh, the year after that, I'm just saying that this guy has a chance at sniffing Grand Rapids if uh, they can lock up a contract and move him over after the SHL season. Same story for Niederbach. Um, he struggled in in the SHL, um, trying to keep up with pace uh, last year. So it would have to be something where he really turns over a, a new leaf. And then, uh, and then Alvin Griva, uh, who is a relentless four checker as the nickname of the T-Rex. He has been playing with Grand Rapids as well. Um, I, I like this. Uh, his, his name is T-Rex because he's at the top of the food chain and eats everything. That's from his coach. A couple of years ago. Oh well, at um, least uh, it, that, that was where he had uh, you know he he measured out at the combine with short arms or something. So I'm glad that it's because he eats everything. I'm I'm on board with that. I like it. Um, but yeah, for for all these guys, um, I, and I I think I'll I'll mention again the six through ten, even for the one through five. None of this meant that they were definitely playing for the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, it was just so there was going to be. The most amount of action happening uh, in the mitten, so you could uh, you could be doing some action in Grand Rapids, and it was going to be um, reasonably, you know, making a difference uh, as opposed to just saying, "Yes, we love Sebastian Cosa and his potential, uh, but he's not going to be sniffing Grand Rapids or Detroit uh, this year." So that's where he misses the list. All right, feel like I got to keep saying that. Um, I, I I'm <laughs> apparently. Really self-conscious about this list and what it actually meant. All right, number six, Mike, on the list as we continue to roll down. This one is all about getting super lucky because he's proven himself in the SHL. He's got that ELC sign, the entry-level contract. This, Mike, is he did so well in the SHL. Screw it. Let's get him in there. This is this is sort of like the Danny DeKaiser play where he just goes straight into some real opportunities like uh, DeKaiser did with the Red Wings. Uh, but um, we're talking six foot, 168 pounds, Albert Johansson. Uh, I think the excitement level for Albert right now is a lot higher than you would expect for a 60th pick in the NHL draft. Usually uh, usually that doesn't happen, but we're all solidly ex- excited because as uh, Sean Horkoff, our director of player development said, he's an elite skater, uh, good offensive ability, good brain for the game. Uh, he just needs to put on some strength. And what he means is, again, uh, beef. six foot, 168 pounds. Uh, we're going to talk about some pretty tiny guys on this list. And we already went over uh, like Kirill, Kirill Tutayev, who's 140 pounds right now. So these guys do need to put on some beef. Uh, but this is probably the most exciting uh, defensive prospect who um, – I don't know how I want to put this. Maybe, maybe just isn't named Moritz Sider <laughs> in our prospect pool. So where everything needs to come together here, uh, it also comes into play that he's a left side defenseman. And when you take a look at some of our trade opportunities, Mike, you're talking about trading away three of our left side defensemen, possibly at the trade deadline. So you're going to have to yeah. fill out this roster somehow. And here, here's my hope is that we're going to go to the side of let's do something exciting. You know, maybe the SHL season is, is over for him. So he's, he's headed on over. Um, and instead of sending him to Grand Rapids, we're going to, or maybe he's already done a stint in Grand Rapids. Let's give him a couple games in Detroit. That's how that happens. Uh, we've seen it happen before. Um, I don't expect him to be thrown into, um, you know, 
thrown into this lineup anytime soon. No, but I don't I think either. After um, that trade deadline, if he has made his way over to the States, that is where that opportunity happens. If we're moving a couple of these left side defensemen, Nick Letty, Danny DeKaiser, Mark Stahl. So a lot of them have the opportunity to move. Uh, there could be some trade conversation, even though we couldn't get rid of Mark Stahl last year. I think there's still an opportunity there. There's a much more affordable contract if he looks well, you know, looks like he's playing well again with Troy Stetcher. So look out for that left side to have to be filled after the trade deadline. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll say one thing in uh, Albert's case to get him called up quicker, Matt. He is 168 pounds, but in Detroit, we are known for our uh, square deep dish pizzas and conies. So if we get him <laughs> any closer uh, to the well of cheese and carbs, maybe we could finally get him up to playing weight. And fun fact, uh, at six foot 168, he's only 12 more pounds. 12 more pounds, and he'll weigh just as much as Orange Cassidy. Incredible. <laughs> Um, <laughs> number seven, Matt, you got another defenseman here. Um, our boy, Jared, uh, is it McIsaac? Yep. All right. 21 Just years like old. Our old, uh, our old elementary school principal. I, I remember Mr. McIsaac. This is probably his kid. Yep. <clears throat> He's, uh, number 36 pick 2018. Um, 6'1", buck 96. This guy's got a little, he's got a little beef on him. I like him. He's got Orange Cassidy plus 16. I like it a lot. That should be the the bar for uh, getting up to playing weight for the NHL. Um, but yeah, he uh, he had a cup of coffee in Grand Rapids, man. Uh, he got him at ten games, two assists, and uh, he's had some boo boos. So we haven't quite seen him at uh, full capacity here. But uh, yeah, he's uh, he's not quite twenty three, which is when the Red Wings like to drop their prospects. But Matt, at twenty one, uh, you see this is a pretty good likelihood. Yeah, and and you'll see this too, uh, maybe with with number eight and and number ten, uh, also left side defenseman. Uh, but he's got the beef on him. You know, this this is something where I, every reason that they drafted McIsaac, if it seems like it's coming together in Grand Rapids, um, throw the kid with some beef out there, uh, give him a shot because uh, things have not been going his way with those uh, couple of season-ending injuries. Um, of course, the last one was after he played only one game. So let's, let, you know, I, I feel like this would be a just a feel-good story for Detroit Red Wings fans, but ultimately it comes down to the guy who's actually got the size, and that's how he gets number seven on here. And it just feels like he's been in the system. He's been, you know, he has had a short stint with Grand Rapids, and we're talking about guys who have their ELC signed. So that's where that opportunity comes in. But I, we're also talking about a guy who rarely misreads odd man rushes, rarely bites on fakes. He moves the puck clean and uh, he's got a hard wrister. And I, I think with all of those things combined, this is this is something where if the tools start to come together, if all that time sitting was used properly, you might be able to see a guy who looks great in Grand Rapids uh, if they give him the ice time. So that's where you you elevate him again. Another huge opportunity at the trade deadline with three. Left side yeah, defenseman and, for Detroit could be headed out. Uh, yeah. Got to be filled uh, in somehow. I think also uh, with his role being a defensive defenseman, right? And if the Red Wings finally, you know, if they bite the bullet a little bit and put out some more guys who, uh, you know, um, I'm looking at you, Lucas Raymond, you know, need to work on their defense a little bit, uh, but they're out there for goal scoring. So to kind of help offset, you know, that imbalance, maybe that's where McIsaac can come out, um, you know, and help, help shut it down defensively and let, let Lucas cook, let him cook. Now this is the one I'm ready to get the comments over the next few days of, I'm going to comment me? right now. 
He's only 19. Yeah. But he played great last year for Grand Rapids. And everybody kept throwing out there, you know what? For a teenager, he's incredibly mature. Despite the fact that the uh, thumbnail I created here for uh, Donovan, before I say his last name, that's him fighting. But uh, yeah, Donovan Zabrango, number eight, 19-year-old uh, kid. I got no problem putting him on this list uh, because he was, they they liked him so much. He was the first guy to sign his ELC out of uh, the 2020 draft. Um, as they put it, uh, Ben Simon, the Griffins coach last year, uh, you know, they threw him into the fire a little bit, but he, he did a really good job and, and learned from his mistakes. And he's very teachable and willing to learn. I, I think for... <laughs> For the Detroit Red Wings right now, and and looking for guys that you know might get that opportunity, and we're again we're talking about those short stints at the end of the season. I think that would turn into something where this is a reward for Sabrango if he continues to come in with that great attitude, and uh, you know as he put it, you know I'm this old school defenseman with a little bit of new school. I I, I like this. Uh, I'm I'm pretty tough, gritty kind of guy. I add offense. Uh, I got a little bit of old age hockey in me. On uh, a new era offensive uh, defenseman, and he he really likes the skates on himself too. He he fancies himself a pretty fast skater. So I I like the kid's confidence, and I like that his coaches walk away and say, "Holy crap, this kid only wants to learn and and do better." Um. So if anything, yeah, he he lands number eight on this list because I think we got to pay attention to where his numbers are falling in Grand Rapids all year. Because again, we're gonna need. I'm hoping. I'm I'm hoping we're landing maybe some late round draft picks. But we're going to need to fill out that left side. And um, there's another left side defenseman that if he plays well enough, he continues to get these high grades from the coaching staff. Uh, I think absolutely they'd love to reward him with that ice time uh, in Detroit. Maybe maybe for a couple of games, maybe to do a little Giovanni Smith uh, stint here or there. But, um, yeah, definitely a, an opportunity for a guy that that the coaches love. Yeah, yeah. Um... I think it's time to fill those comments with Matt's full of uh, nonsense. But, uh, you know, they teach their own. But, Matt, you know, maybe he'll uh, continue to oppress. Maybe he'll continue to uh, have that Icarus, uh, you know, start to his career here, flying up near the sun. Who knows? Uh, but we got another defenseman, Matt. I think we're seeing a bit of a trend here. Um, right side defenseman this time. That's right. Uh, Seth Barton. 6'2", buck 85, so 6'2", and then Orange Cassidy plus 5 pounds. Matt, 81st pick in 2018. Always a good start when your resume includes when you were drafted and your shape. Uh, but pardon, uh, third rounder, and as you notated here, um, he's been ascending. He's climbing those ranks, Matt. Um, the trail smoke eaters of the British Columbia Hockey League. For all you BCH, uh, BCHL fans out there, you already knew. And then, uh, you know, at the UMass Lowell Redhawks of the NCAA's Hockey East Conference, for you guys watching ESPN 15, uh, yeah, Seth Barton, Matt, he's been getting better and better. As you mentioned here, he's uh, he's been adding some muscle. So he's stayed away from those uh, square Detroit pizzas. He's stayed away from the Grand Rapids sweet bread-like elixir known as the Grand Rapids beer. Matt, he's been adding muscle. Uh, Grand Rapids, not a lot of point action, but that's not what we're looking for for him. Um, Matt, where do we see Seth Barton? You got him at number nine. Yeah, it, it's a guy that uh, he played, you know, bottom, bottom pairing minutes um, and, and still kept turning out like successful um, 
uh, successful stints where, wherever he's wherever he's landing. Uh, and I and I mean that you know the one assist in four games played for Grand Rapids, not a lot of ice time there, but he still took advantage of it. Um, and Corey Primeman thrown out there that this this is a cat who skates well and has some offensive touch. So while we're continuing to load up these defensemen, I like the idea of finding a guy that over one season is adding 10 pounds of muscle. So these numbers that we're basing him off of six foot, 285 pounds is before he's gotten the way in before this season even started, but he's been given the assignment to continue to bulk up so that he can fit into the defenseman that the Red Wings want, or maybe the Griffins want for now. And he's, he's following along those lines and doing it. And uh, I, again, I I'm a huge fan of a guy that can take advantage of little ice time and try to show off like he did in Grand Rapids, listen to the coaches. And then, you know, if, if you're going to be the guy that is, coachable and goes along the lines of strategy that uh, your team needs you to follow to make sure there's success for you and the team. The only thing I need to know after that is, can you skate? And this is where he's top. That's his top grade uh, as a prospect are, are those skates. So I, I'm, I'm all about Seth Barton right now. I'm, I'm all about an opportunity for him to just kind of sneak in there by the end of the season. And uh, like I said, it's it's not something where I expect him to one day be a difference maker for uh, the Detroit Red Wings. But I think if he could land um, a pretty successful first half of the season for Grand Rapids and some injuries, uh, you know, inevitably are going to happen. They're going to fill out this team somehow. I think I think Seth might have an opportunity here, especially with uh, the the experience he's coming in uh, from the collegiate level with some success. And then, um, I mean, like I said, if he's if he's just going to continue to follow along with what the coaches say. This is another guy who could just get that reward by the end of the season, uh, which Mike, unless you have anything to add, brings us to number 10, number 10, where uh, this is where I, I struggled the most because it was number 10. And then my last guy on my honorable mentions, uh, or I should say the, the first guy on our honorable mentions list, last guy we went over um, Alvin Griva and our number 10, Emil Vero. I, put Vero on there because I'm a bigger fan of him. I would say, uh, turned on, turned in uh, a hell of a finish season, um, this past year. And, um, for me, this is another one where it's, he has to have another great year and land himself in, in, uh, in Grand Rapids. Um, I, I think that's ultimately where this goes particularly well for him. Same thing for Seth Barton. I think you're keeping an eye on him in Grand Rapids. Same thing for Donovan uh, Sabrango. You're probably watching him in Grand Rapids all year. But Vero, for him, it's it's about making that transition. Uh, and as a six-foot, 171-pound uh, defenseman, this is, this is going to be all about him figuring in um, all the success he had uh, helping win uh, a bronze medal at the World Juniors, uh, where he did get two assists. And then uh, a pretty... Pretty solid 14 points in 53 games for Ligas. He's one of the top performing um, uh, defense and in that league for his age range. And then, uh, you know, like, like we threw in there, as I, I put in the notes, he's he's already committed uh, to um, making sure that he's at he's at training camp. So th- this is something for him in his last interview. He has already told himself he's making this team. Now, it's cute and it's nice. And I like the confidence. Um, but that's that's where the success comes for Emil Vero. I, th- I think the fact that he gets interviewed by the Detroit Red Wings uh, for as like Carly Johnston or something uh, when when uh, when he signed his ELC, and you know that's where he makes that <laughs> the far fetched comment of of course I'm making this team. I've I've no doubt in my mind. But I, I that confidence for me goes 
miles and miles. And I fully expect him to make a, you know, a huge impact in Grand Rapids if that's where they want to, you know, place him for the year. But um, this is other, another left side defenseman where when those opportunities come and I'm probably talking here, if you go, if you go through our list here, Mike, our, our six through 10, they're all defensemen. Uh, four of them of, of the five are all left side defensemen. And uh, somebody may very well stand out by the end of the season and, and land that opportunity. Once we move some of those left, left side defensemen at uh, the trade deadline or whenever they do move. But um yeah, those opportunities may come for Emil. I think if I were to grade out Emil Vero, Seth Barton, and Donovan Sabrango as like chances of being a Red Wing this upcoming season, I I mean, there's it's it's slim to none. Like it's it's very small. But I think you know that <laughs> measuring it against some of the other guys we mentioned in our honorable mentions, it's it's higher than them. Um, but then you go through the numbers, uh, you know, one through five. I think uh, you know I. Well, what should I do? Should I put like a like a ten percent on a meal? Um, probably a ten percent on Seth and and Sabrango. Maybe, well, maybe less, like a five percent chance on those guys. Jared yeah. McIsaac plays pretty well. He's got the age. He's got the size. I, I think maybe like a twenty five percent. Um, a lot of things have to go well for Albert too. So another twenty five percent that he's making it. And then uh, when you jump back up and go one through five, you could probably start, you know, in the 50% range and and kind of move up from there with the hundred percent for Joe Valeno and Mort Sider. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, the percentages are kind of tough, right? But I think with Emil, this is, if you want to, if you want to say who is the CM Punk of the Red Wing prospects, I'm going to give it to Emil Vero because too many of these guys are, gee, golly, shucks. I'm going to try as hard as I can and work on honing my skills and eventually make it. But this guy's coming out hot, best in the world. That's what he's going to go with here, Matt. He's putting that pressure on himself. He's he's putting um, that kind of pressure on his teammates. Like, you know what, man? I'm, I'm gunning for it. I, I'm not going to be some anonymous dude. I'm going to Detroit. I'm going to be playing defense for the Red Wings. I'm playing for Steve. I'm going to see Iserman. I'm going to be right by his office. I'm going to say hi to him once in a while. Man, I love, I love this attitude. I hope he actually does make it. I know, I know it might be a little far-fetched, right? We still got to see a little, a little bit more out of him, but I, I, you know, I'm going to like that kind of attitude. And we've talked so much about letting hockey players kind of show their personality a little bit like this alleged humor from Mo Sider. I'm very excited to see, um, his type five in his first interviews, um, you know, at the, at the major league level here, Matt. Um, but yeah, I, I think that one in 10, if we're going to open it and close it, we're going to bookend it with a couple guys with personality, a couple defensemen, because we know the Red Wings have not been able to draft a, a whole ton of, you know, offensive skill guys at the top, uh, because of where our positioning's been. So, you know, uh, again, to kind of round this discussion out, we're bringing in defensemen because that's kind of what we've drafted. So those are where all our best prospects are. And that's, that's the spot where we have some uh, surplus so we can make trades of guys in the NHL and call these guys up and think, hopefully get to some point where we can bring in some guys who can score. But um, yeah, I, I think this is a great way to bookend it. Mo Sider, Mr. Uh, Mr. Comedy, and then Emil Vero met. <laughs> Mr. Chicago himself, uh, Mr. Former Money in the Bank, Matt, the best in the world. Emil, we're pulling for you, bud. 
Yeah, and what's funny too is maybe by next year we'll have uh, Shy Biom on on this list. We'll have um, you know Wallander. Uh, hopefully, Simon Edmondson is slip, uh, sniffing this list too. All defensemen yeah. again that uh, we could be adding to this list uh, soonest next year. But I think right now, you know, as as you take a look, if you go to like uh, Cap Friendly and take a look at these guys that actually have the the contracts locked up, I mean, maybe all the guys that do have an e uh, an ELC signed do do they all track to be top six top four you know top six forwards top four defensemen uh not necessarily but i think these are the guys that are closer to making an nhl team than than some of the other guys we're gonna have to wait for i mean we dubbed simon edvinson to be the the unicorn of this past draft because he's got so many different skills that nobody else has had you just can't compare him to anybody and you want to give that a shot. That's that's pretty much the same uh, kind of spirit we got from Ward Cider. And you want to see if he'll actually turn everything around and get that, you know, you talk about getting the basics ready to go and you morph it or mutate it into these unicorn-like skills that nobody else has. And then you you get a Ward Cider. So that's what we're hoping for with Simon. And and sure, maybe next year he'll, he'll be on this list. We're not saying you ignore the guy for the year, but for all these guys that do have their contracts, uh, they are going to be... Uh, getting their fair shot in Grand Rapids um, if they play well. And you guys keep an eye on them in Grand Rapids. Uh, could very well need these roster spots filled out. Um, and and like uh, Mike mentioned too, with uh, the bottom 10 being mostly defense, or the bottom six being mostly defensemen, bottom five, Jesus. Um, though That's where our opportunities to move guys are. You know, I, I, I don't know how many forwards we're going to be moving with with who's on our, our team right now. Um and I mentioned Robbie Fabry and like immediately had to put asterisks all around that. But uh, outside of Fabry, I've, I've, you know, everybody feels like they have a pretty good spot on this team. Not, not a lot of movement uh, for that side, but uh, defensively, those are, if those guys are moving, you're going to need to fill out this roster at the end of the season somehow. And while we do have a lot of space for it in our last episode, we went over the likes of Wyatt Newpower. Um, this, you know, th- this is where it comes down to who's got the attitude, who's coachable, who's going to earn that. And and maybe it, it's less of like earning it through production. And it's more like where the Sabrangos uh, and the Seth Bartons are just knocking the coach's socks off right now, based on their own words. Um, is that where they just get that shot and they get that extra time in Detroit over somebody else? But, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll see how everything shakes out. Um, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Uh, this was... You know, Mike, you know when you have to explain a joke over and over um, and you, you tell yourself uh, maybe that wasn't the best joke? I, I I hope that everything made sense with this list and, and my explaining it was just my own insecurity. You just, yeah, we get it. We, you just wanted John Travolta to be alive at the end. We're, we're all on board. <laughs> all right, everybody, check us out uh, at BOD Hockey on Twitter to follow along with uh, all the conversations. Um, well, uh, we should do this real quick. Uh, we did, uh, 10, Emil Vero, 9, Seth Barton, 8, Donovan Sobrango, 7, Jared McIsaac, 6, Albert Johansson, 5, Jonathan Bergeron, 4, Chase Pearson, 3, Lucas Raymond, 2, Joe Valeno, and of course, number 1, our boy, Mort Sider. All right, thank you for everybody for, uh, for tuning in. Uh, that was a little mixed up there at the end. And I uh, hope y'all have a good one. <laughs>